Hello, hello, and welcome back. Thank you for joining me again on Coffee Stains EDU Podcast. This is episode five, The Organized Leader. And I'm gonna dive in a little bit more into that and what was my motivation and inspiration for this episode. And as I usually do, I'm going to give a rundown of each episode that I've done so far. Like I said before, once I get to episode 10, it's going to be a wrap with me giving summaries, but you can catch my summaries on um, my Instagram page. You can also find them on the website. Coffeestains.org is the website and the Instagram page is coffeestains underscore edu where I post announcements pertaining to the episodes i post resources i post when the episodes are coming out and i also post a little quick summary of what to expect from each episode so episode four was balance life outside of work it's all about balancing your personal life and your professional life episode three was perfectly stained, imperfect leading, accepting that you make mistakes and you can learn from those mistakes and setting a goal to learn one thing a day. And I hope you guys have been doing that. If you have been, please hit me up. I would love to hear all about those goals and how they're going. Episode two was leading with passion. How do you lead with passion? How can you be passionate, kind, patient, understanding in your role as a school leader? as a teacher, as a CEO, like I said in all the other episodes. While my podcast is titled Coffee Saints EDU Podcast, I feel that the content I am sharing can be applied to any position in any organization or company. Episode one was Intro to Coffee Stains. All right, so we're going into episode five. But before I do that, I just want to take a moment to shout out all my listeners. Thank you for taking the time to listen to my podcast. Uh, a little, a goal of, of this podcast is to keep each of my episodes 25 minutes or less. And that is a goal because I know we live busy lives. Most of us are in New York. And if you're listening from another state, holla. <laughs> but... 25 minutes, I feel like, you know, it's a, it's a decent amount of time. You can listen to it while you're having your lunch. You can listen to it while you're on your way to work, having your coffee. You can listen to it while you're working out. It's 25 minutes, and I try to just pack it with as much helpful information as possible, and I hope I am doing that, and that leads me into saying feedback is accepted, is embraced. I am loving it. I've received so much feedback and very helpful feedback you know we have to accept that we are still learning and growing and sometimes you know critique can be taken very negative if you're not really comfortable with yourself right but it's all a part all a part is all a part of the growing process you have to be uncomfortable you have to be open to listening to what others have to say about what you put out there and be willing to apply it to what you're doing to improve right it's all about what the audience wants And I've had a few people, a few principals, a few teachers that have reached out to me and 
they have just been so dope and i just want to say thank you so much you guys know who you are and i love you guys and i am definitely embracing everything you're saying and i hope that this episode would reflect some of the feedback that you gave me and i'm sure you guys will be hitting me up and letting me know so keep it up keep it up keep it up thank you so much so episode five is called the organized leader okay so I am going to be talking from a teacher perspective because I was a teacher at one point in the classroom, still an educator, but I am not in the classroom anymore. I am a school leader and assistant principal, as most of you guys already know. And again, you can be a leader in any capacity. You don't have to have that title officially, right? You can be, you can be a leader as long as you embrace that mindset and you carry out those characteristics, right? So I was talking to... A teacher that was, well, a now an AP, which I'm so super, super, super excited for. He became an AP this year, um, this past, actually just started now in September, this beginning, the beginning of the school year. And he was a teacher in the school that I work at. And um, I did, I, I did speak to him about this. I said, you really inspired me to do my next episode. And um, he said, I can, I can, you know, acknowledge him on the podcast, which I am doing right now because he he definitely um, was open to learning and growing and wanting to become a leader. You can see the passion and, 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 and the motivation he had and everything he did and how he carried himself. And he finished his turnover was his. It was a quick. It was really quick for him and it was quick for me as well. I don't know. If, um, I don't know if I mentioned it in previous episodes, but I received. I finished all my um, leadership requirements and tests and all that good stuff. I believe like in July of. 2021 and I just went hard and even before I finished I was I was going hard 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 and that might be another an episode that I do talking about like my process in becoming a school leader because I do feel like it has helped many people who have been open to receiving my feedback and my advice right so I I finished in July and I was offered a position in October and I did, a, and I went through a lot of interviews within that time frame, and it was very discouraging. It was very overwhelming, and, but I did not give up because I know that I am walking out my purpose. I am walking out what I'm supposed to be doing in life. I know God has put me here to do what I am doing because of the way doors have been opening for me. I can only give thanks to God, right? So, this teacher, he, you know. He came to me when I first started. He was talking to me. He was telling me he was in the site program, the, um, the site college of St. Rose, which was the school that I went to to get my leadership certification. He was in that program as well. And he was talking to me about it. And we were just ex exchanging, you know, information and just venting about the program. And we were just sharing advice and tips and ideas and strategies of how to get through the classes. We were talking about the professors we knew, and he had a few professors that I had. Um, you know, sharing, I was sharing some ideas about projects that we had. So it was, a, it was a, we were building this great relationship about leadership. And he was open, he wanted to learn, he wanted to grow. He was always coming back to me for advice, for tips on how to go about certain things, about the whole process of me becoming an administrator. And I think that's very important, right? You, you should want to see, seek advice and tips from other people that, are, that have uh, walked the same or similar, not the same, similar journeys like you. And we, we had those conversations and I told him all about my digital portfolio. I told him all about how I was going hard and like practically stalking principles, whatever you call, however you want to call it. I got my job because I was very persistent with 
finding position that fit for me and that I fit for that school, right? Because that's that's a whole other thing. You want to make sure you just you're just not trying to get a job just to land a job. You want to make sure that you are gonna be and a, a great addition to that school and a great asset and you got you your vision aligned to that school and vice versa but this this young man who became an assistant principal we've been talking here and there you know we we, we message each other and we just talk about how the school year is going and he's he's so open to learning and growing and he wants to become a better administrator again he it's the beginning so of course there's so much to learn and he you know he's asking me tips and advice and He's, he's not the only one that has asked me about how to be organized. How have you, how do you do it? Right. And I'm still learning too. Like I may have some ideas of how to, you know, be organized to a certain extent because I was doing this since last year. And even me, uh, as a teacher, I was very organized because just everything seems more like manageable. It's manageable and under control if it's organized. Right. So he did reach out to me and we were talking about our first few our first few days of school, our first week of school, the responsibilities we have, and he did ask me, "How do you manage all of this? How are you how do you stay organized, right?" And um it like I said, it it really motivated me, inspired me because he is not the only person that has asked me that. Like I have these conversations with the other APs in my building. I have this conversation with another group of friends that I have. Uh, we have this um assistant principal group group um, on GroupMe and we talk to each other, we share information, we share ideas, we just vent and um, we share tons of resources of how we can be organized, uh, the, uh, PDs, things of that sort, right? And it's important that you have that group of people that you can turn to. So I'm going to go into the organized leader and uh, thank you, thank you, new AP for ins- inspiring this episode. So I'm going to touch base on a couple of ways you can stay organized, how it has helped me as a teacher, has helped me at home, and has helped me in the school, okay? And then we're going to wrap it up with a goal, like I did in the past few episodes, of something you should take away from this episode and apply it to your real life, okay? So the first thing I'm going to say is you need to use an agenda, right? Whether it's a digital agenda or it's a hard, you know, it's a paper agenda. All depends on how you flow and what works for you. Or you might have, you might use both, right? So have an agenda, use a checklist, um, even the Outlook calendar, right? If you work for the Department of Education, we use Outlook. And there's a great calendar where you can set alarms and reminders. It's a great tool to use if you are digital savvy, savvy, right? Tech savvy, I'm sorry. And you prefer digital. I use a mixture of both. So what has worked for me is setting reminders on my Outlook calendar. So if I have a meeting, I definitely use my Outlook calendar because if I use an actual hard, like a schedule, like a paper schedule, I'm not, nothing's going to ding, ding, ding (laughs) to let me know that I have a meeting in 15 minutes, right? Especially when you're on the go as a school leader, you have your phone with you, you have your computer with you, you might not have your computer open, so it's not going to ding, 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 but your phone will, right? So I think it's important that you use, you, you utilize that Outlook calendar and set reminders for yourself, 15 minutes, I have a meeting with a parent, 15 minutes, I have a, I have to attend the IEP meeting, right? 15 minutes, I have to conduct a drill whatever it is that you have to do it and like if you're in the classroom 
I have 10 minutes to finish this lesson or I have 10 minutes up to, to before prep time or something like that or I have you know I'm getting observed whatever you need to put in there to help you stay organized use it I like to use a paper checklist because I'm on the go all the time and I can I cannot always just pull out my phone or my computer to type away what I need to get to, to get done especially when my principal calls me into his office or we're having a cabinet meeting and we got things that we have to do um, and things that I need to get done like right now so I would I have my notebook my handy dandy notebook <laughs> <laughs> and um, I'll post the picture of my, my handy dandy notebook for this year. I have the one from last year, which was my motivation for coffee stains. And um, I have a new one. And I will post that. And you'll see. So it's just a regular notebook. A little, uh, you know, for, I think it was from Dollar Tree. Nothing crazy. And it has lines. And it has... Um, like a little like a little divider thing to use in the inside to like mark sorry a marker to mark my place in the book and I literally make my own checklist I'll put a little box or a circle and write the task that I need to do and I always date I always date everything so if I had a meeting today with my principal 9 13 and I have to conduct an, the first attendance meeting right I'm gonna write that down conduct the first attendance meeting by boom deadline um and I know that there's going to be things that I have to do before I conduct that, right? Schedule the meeting, create an agenda, create an attendance sheet, you know, follow up with, with the, um, the t attendance secretary to see what other things we need to uh, talk about, right? So those are the things me and my, and my mind mentally know, oh, those are the, uh, everything I have to cover under attendance meeting. And I'm writing these down. I'm not going to try to play myself and think and remember I mean we think that I'm gonna be able to remember all those things because I know that it was just the first thing that I need to do there's gonna probably be four or five other things that, that we're gonna cover in this meeting right so I'm never gonna pay myself and say I'm gonna think remember in my head don't do that to yourself because you're gonna forget you know there's so much going on the time goes the day goes so fast there's so much things that are thrown at thrown your way and if you don't jot it down somewhere you're going to forget so write it down quickly under attendance meeting, right? And and then once you complete that task, you just check it off in your notebook. Sometimes I'll put a check in that square or that circle, or sometimes I will literally just write done next to it with like a marker or with a different color pen and just put a check on it. So I know now when I go back in my notebook and I look, all right, I had to do X, Y, and Z. I got it done. It's done. It's clear that it's done because I wrote, literally I wrote done, and then I can move on to the next thing. So again, it all depends on what works for you. I am sharing, again, my story and what works for me and what has worked for me and what has not worked for me, right? So you have to find out what works best for you, all right? And then we're going to move on to the next thing, developing a routine. It's important to develop a routine. I know when I became when I became an assistant principal, I knew that my whole schedule was going to be different. I would have to be in school earlier. I would have to leave school later, right? I had to go. I had to put... Think, think about everything else that went into play now that I had this whole new schedule as an assistant principal, right? I have to set a routine not only within the school and what's going on within those school hours, but everything outside of those school hours as well. And routine is very helpful because it's going to alleviate a lot of stress, a lot of anxiety, and it's going to make your life easier, okay? Because once you have that routine going and it's nice and smooth, it's going to help your day and your life be just so much easier, right? And that's going to help you become more organized because you know, all right, I know when I first come into school, I have to do this. 
I have to check. I don't know, you know, you come into the school, we have to check the messages, right? If there's any call outs, we have to check sub central. We have to put, we have to request new subs, right? We have to, I don't know, make sure the coffee is done, right? Because that's a priority. <laughs> you know, you have a routine. When I come into the school, I know there's a routine. I put my bags down, I take out my laptop, I open my notebook, I look at my list of things that I might need to do that I didn't get done the day before, right? Then I know, okay, the door's gonna open at 7.30. So I have about 20, 30 minutes to get everything organized, figure out what what is a priority for today, meet with my printer, meet, meet with the other APs, check, check if the secretaries need and need us to do anything, right? I'm also interacting with teachers, seeing what they need, especially in the beginning of the school year. There's a lot of things that need to get done. They need supplies. They need this. They need that. Um, we're still trying to, you know, there's a lot of kids that are still coming in. I'm being admitted. So there's a lot of things. So you have to figure out what is your routine, what works for you, what needs to get done, and, and make that schedule for yourself. It's going to be so much easier. I know that I got to be at the front door at 7.30 to allow the students in to come for breakfast. I start making my way downstairs 7.25, right? So I can open the door. Got to turn off the alarms. I have to put the door stopper. I start talking to parents, the students, right? Start directing. So there's a routine. And this is the routine that I've slowly put in place now. And it seems to be working and most likely this is what it's going to be. Again, things change, you have to accept that. But the routine is making everything easier. I have I have I'm a little bit more at ease knowing that I have this routine in place and know, okay, now I do the breakfast door. I know that I gotta get to my door to open it up for the other kids at 750. So I start making my way at 745. Right. Make sure there's coverage at that door and I make my way to my door. So there's, you know, you have to you have to set a routine for yourself. Okay, after that, what do we do? We make sure the kids are in class. I go to my office. I make sure that I have everything I need to get done. I check in with the principal. So you have to find a routine that works for you. That's going to help you become more organized. Right. You want to make sure that you keep a clean work environment. Right. You don't want to keep clutter. Clutter is going to be is going to cause more stress. You want to reduce the clutter in your space, whether it's at home or work. When you clear your clutter, science has shown, psychologies, psychologists has shown that if you have less clutter, your mind seems to be a little bit more clear. You can think better, you can make better decisions, you're less stressed out, right? So try to keep a clean home and work environment. My goal every day when I leave my office is to make sure my desk is organized and neat. And it might be an organized that looks organized to me, but it might not look organized to someone else. But I know, okay, this pile on the left is things that need to get looked at tomorrow. This pile on the right are things that can be filed away. This pile in the middle are things that I need to distribute to teachers or I got to work on. I got to put send emails, right? So even though it might look crazy to someone else because that's not their office, that's not their space, to me, it's, it's, it's organized. So you have to find something that works for you. And now when I walk in in the morning, I'm not stressed out because my desk and my office is neat. You know how they say in your house, you show us fix your bed when you leave in the morning, right? It does a lot. It does, it, it does, it is connected to your mental. Trust me, it is. When I wake up, I fix my bed. It just makes me feel better prepared for the day. I'm ready to go. When I come home, it's nice and neat. It sets a tone. When I go on vacation, I make sure that I clean the whole house. I do laundry. I do dishes. I make sure my house is thick and span so that when I come home, I'm relaxed. I'm not stressed out and overwhelmed. This applies to your work environment as well. Okay? 
Also, as a leader, delegate tasks. This is a big one. Delegate, delegate, delegate tasks. This is a big one when you are a leader, whether you are in the classroom or you are a school leader or the leader of another, like of another organization. If you are a boss, whatever, you have people working under you, delegate tasks. Last year, I struggled with this. Last year, I struggled with this because I was a new AP. I was just doing everything. I, I was nervous to ask people to do things. And it, I really did struggle in the beginning because I was doing everything myself. And that's not the way it's supposed to be, right? As a leader, you need to have that skill set to be able to delegate tasks to other employer, employees, right? That's what a leader does. And they know how to do it in an effective way, right? So this year, man, I'm learning, I'm doing it. And it's so, so, so helpful. Even as easy as just sending an email, right? It, it, it gives you more time to do other responsibilities that can't be done by someone else. So delegate, ta delegate, delegating tasks will help you be a little bit more organized too. So you don't have to do everything as a leader. You need to learn how to grow leaders under you, right? Every staff member in your building has a specialty. They are superstar in their own way, shape and form. We need to bring that out of them. We have to let them know that we trust them and we have to give them responsibilities. Why not do this? to benefit everyone. You're benefiting them and you're benefiting yourself. Okay. So we are going to wrap it up right there because we have 21 minutes and I said, I'm keeping this at 25 or less. Okay. So let's, let's, let's kind of do a recap, right? We said using an agenda checklist, using your outlook calendar, using that and setting reminders for yourself. If you want to use your iPhone, you have alarms there, you have your calendar on there, set reminders for yourself. That's going to help you stay organized. Develop a routine and be consistent, right? Developing a routine is going to take time. You might have to make some changes here and there, but that routine, once it becomes consistent, is going to make your life so, so, so much easier declutter reduce the clutter right and even if you don't want to use hard copies like um also when it comes to decluttering right maybe like minimize the amount of paper you use let's save the trees right <laughs> digital folders are you're going to be your best friend i use google drive and it's amazing i create folders in my google drive and i literally just slide those emails and those documents right into those folders and it's so much easier and you have access to it all the time you have all these papers around and, and and it gets all cluttered and messy you might write a note somewhere and then shove it and you might not ever find it again and it might have been really 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 important right so try to utilize digital folders like i said i use the google drive it's amazing you can access it from anywhere on your phone they have the app for it as well you can download it on your phone you can access it on your phone on your on your computer i don't i don't really like using usbs because it's tiny. I'm going to lose it. <laughs> I am not going to find that USB at all. So a digital copy is, is great, right? And, 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 and a, the Google Drive is amazing because you can access it from everywhere. It's not like it's on your desktop, right? Like that's also something I'd be mindful of. If it's on your desktop and for example, your computer, you forget your password or there's a virus. Guess what? All your documents are gone say bye-bye right so think of a way that you can you can use less paper and reduce the clutter by using digital folders all right so i was asked what do i use um to be a little bit more organized uh what do i walk around with so i purchased a belt fanny pack right on amazon 
and it goes right to the bell hoops um, and you can attach your walkie-talkie right to it it's big enough to fit my phone and any little things that you need, might need to carry your keys your elevator pass i also just carry around one notebook with dividers sometimes i just carry around a folder with some paper inside it inside of it and some other memos and stuff that i need so you just need to figure out what works best for you all right so the goal that you have after this episode would be to figure out how to reduce the clutter in your work and home environment and i'd love to hear all about it Again, thank you again for listening and tuning in to episode five and it's a wrap.